Uh, let's talk a bit about whether or not the border will continue to be uh, closed because there is talk about whether the border closure will be extended once again. It's set to expire next week. Meantime, of course, many Canadians planning or have planned staycations this summer because of the inability to really travel anywhere, particularly south of the border. Jim Byers is Canada's tra travel guy. He is a travel journalist, and our buddy Jim Byers joins us now to discuss here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Jim, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing there, Jeff? Yeah, well, thanks. I understand uh, we've got you today at the CN Tower. Is that correct? Yeah, I was just, uh, they're opening tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. sharp, as I understand it, and uh, they had me down today and I think a few other folks to kind of see how they're uh, they're doing things. And, uh, you know, they'll, you'll have temperature checks, whether you know it or not, and uh, hand sanitizers, of course, everywhere you look. Um, the public relations person I was speaking with, Jennifer, was just telling me, usually a busy, really busy summer day, they might have 12,000. They're going to be down around maybe three. So it'll be about 30, yeah, about the, uh, maybe 4,000, so about 30% capacity. So, you know, lots of people, it's all, it's all on uh, timed tickets. So you can't just show up and just walk in. You, know, you buy your ticket in advance and you get, you know, like a 10 o'clock time or 11 or 2 o'clock, whatever it may be. And then they limit the number of people. Of course, there's signs on the floor, go this way, go that way. Um, but then once you get up there, you know, it's the same great experience. I mean, you look out on a, on a day like this and, and you see the boats out on the island and, and uh, people coming and going. There's obviously not a lot of tourism activity in the city. So to see, uh, to see one of the symbols of the city uh, uh, back, on, uh, back on track is... Uh, is a good thing for uh, tourism in general. You bet, and for the city as well. Very symbolic, the fact CN Tower is set to reopen uh, tomorrow. Having said that, are you talking to us from Skywalk currently? Are you out there on the edge? <laughs> no, I'm not an edgewalk guy. <laughs> I get nervous. I'm actually about two feet off the ground, and that, that's, I'm, starting get, I'm starting to get a little sweaty. So uh, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not an edgewalk guy, but... Uh, they are testing that. There were people in there, you know, testing all the harnesses. And they're doing all of that. The uh, the food and beverages will not be open, so don't come expecting to have a meal, your meal in the sky tomorrow. Uh, they have redone the restaurant, apparently, and there's a new menu coming, I'm told. Uh, but it's not open just yet because we're still in stage two. And time tickets you mentioned. So I'm imagining the CN Tower, it could kind of become like your favorite restaurant back in the day. I mean, are people going to be vying for the uh, 8 p.m. reservation? I, yeah, I think, you know, when the time comes, that's certainly going to be popular. But they've got it set up so that, you know, even if you've got a family, you can, you can have a family of eight or ten, whatever is the, the legal number at the time, and they can put families together, and, you know, they've got spacing set up. At, uh, so it's good. You know, like the Hockey Hall of Fame opens tomorrow. The Battashee Museum opens tomorrow. Um, up in Kitchener, Bingham's is open tomorrow with their big bowling 28 Lane bowling alley and the Boston Pizza and the whole bit. So there's a lot of things that are opening up all around uh, all around Toronto now, some in stage two, some in stage three, which is Waterloo region. Uh, but even in, in two, there's a lot they can do. So uh, it's, 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 good to, it's good to see. All right. The big question a lot of people are asking when it comes to reopening, though, is the border. And as I mentioned oh. off the top, it's set to expire at the border closure next week. There has been lots of talk, obviously, with the COVID situation in the States about extending that uh, closure. But we understand that uh, there are a lot of tourism uh, boards and tourism people that are asking for that border to please be uh, reopened. I mean, there's an obvious health concern there that I think we're, we're all concerned about. But why do some tourism boards, why are they lobbying the government to get it reopened? Well, I mean, the main reason is basically just, you know, the amount of tourism uh, that, that comes from outside of Canada. I mean, it's it's great to have people from Sault Ste. Marie come to Toronto or great for somebody uh, uh, from Toronto to go visit uh, 
you know, uh, Windsor or, or uh, Ottawa, wherever they may want to go. But that's really not enough to kind of keep their businesses going. And uh, the figures that I've seen in the past from uh, Tourism Toronto, uh, something about 40% of the visitors to the city are from outside of the country. And those visitors spend about 60% of the money. So they, they, they tend to come, they stay longer, they stay in hotels, they spend more money versus a day trip or maybe from Buffalo or Philadelphia or someplace. So it, it is important for them to, uh, to do this. And there is an organization, a, a roundtable, that was created maybe a month ago to try to press this. They haven't had a lot of success. And I think given the fact that you know, we've had these big spikes in Florida, what was 15,000 on Sunday, you know, Disney World opens on Saturday and the next day, you know, Florida sets a record for the most number of cases of any state on any day yet, uh, was not the greatest uh, symbol or the greatest timing in the world. So it's a really uphill battle if you're in the tourism sector now to, to talk about the U.S. border. And I've not heard much from them lately. It's been really, really quiet. And I think they're smart because you're not going to win that battle and you're just going to alienate people. When you've got, you know, record spikes going on in, in Arizona and numbers in Texas and Florida, you can't really stand up and say, let's open the border to the Americans. It's, it's not going to fly. Yeah, not to mention, we were talking earlier this hour about California that's had a, pretty much a complete rollback and they've closed all uh, restaurants, uh, bars, movie theaters and such. Having said that, you mentioned uh, people uh, traveling maybe from Toronto to uh, Ottawa or other areas within the province. There are a lot of people that obviously with the border closure really are staying home. They've got two weeks of summer vacation. They've got to do something. They've got to spend it somewhere. So is that not good news for a lot of these areas and these tourism boards that, you know, people with staycations, uh, they've got money to spend? Yeah, that will help for sure. Uh, you know, it's much better than having them, uh, you know, if you're in Ontario, uh, provider, you're probably quite happy that, that uh, you've got the Atlantic bubble because all those uh, people from, you know, Toronto and Ottawa, Kitchener, uh, uh, Windsor, uh, Toronto, all those, the big cities, uh, they're not really leaving the province very much. So if you're a small operator in, you know, Muskoka or uh, the Kawarthas, you're probably not all that unhappy that, you know, Prince Edward Island isn't, isn't draining any of those uh, Torontonians uh, over to PEI or that they're not flying out to British Columbia. So hopefully people will go out and support some of those things. Uh, uh, I don't know if we talked about it last time, Jeff, but, you know, it's, I did a trip. I was up in Muskoka a couple of weeks ago, which was great. Uh, a couple of resorts up there, Deerhurst and, and the JW Marion on the Grasso. I was in Waterloo region last week and did a trip up to uh, St. Jacob's Market. It's a really great restaurant in Waterloo called the Red House. So did some canoeing, did some hiking. So, you know, you can still get out and you can do, want to do a lot of great activities and, and still practice your social distancing and wear your mask and be safe and still enjoy Ontario. And it's the best time of year to do it. Well, you know, I was going to say, Jim, that, uh, you know, a lot of us have been looking for silver linings uh, during the pandemic. And one of those, of course, has been the ability to spend more time at home and more time with family and people that truly uh, matter to us. But I think that this is another opportunity uh, here this uh, summer in these uh, staycations because we have a beautiful province. We have so many places to visit that I'm sure most people haven't even touched I haven't even thought about uh, going to, and quite frankly, there really is nothing like an Ontario or a Southern Ontario summer. It's as good as it gets. You know, I mean, you got those nice warm nights. You can uh, uh, you can camp. You can uh, you can rent an RV if there's any left. Most of them seem to have been snapped up pretty good. But uh, if you can get you can do the camping thing. You can get out to great resorts if you're more of a, a, a you know a, a little bit more on the luxury side. You can get off and do that. You know, we we went canoeing on our trip down the. Uh, South Muskoka River, there's a company called Live Outside and Brace Bridge, and we rented canoes and uh, kayaks from them and canoed around. We did some hiking around Hardy Lake, which is on uh, 
just outside of Bala, between Bala and, and uh, Gravenhurst. Um, those are fantastic. The, you know, Muskoka is now in stage three as of uh, Friday, as is Ottawa, as is Waterloo, as is uh, uh, Gray County, which is another tremendous place with, oh, my gosh, the hiking up in Gray County is really gorgeous up on the Niagara Escarpment, and you get it towards Tobermory, and, yeah, I mean, it's like the Mediterranean up there. It's uh, it's really spectacular, and, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a great silver lining, and if people can get up and explore some of the towns along Lake Erie, and uh, one of these days we'll talk. I've got a book coming out in the next couple of days about places going Ontario, so as soon as it's published and I know it's there, then we can talk about that, too. Would love to, because we really do have an embarrassment of riches in this province and, quite frankly, right across this country when it comes to places to go and visit. Jim, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for the visit here. No problem. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. You got it. There goes Jim Byers, Canada's travel guide and travel journalist.